Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about Baby It's Fine, written in B-flat. Um, <laughs> this is a love song, but it has a certain melancholy aspect to it. Yeah, you're not wrong there. It is in B-flat. I wrote that song uh, while I was at the Banff Center in Canada. Um, my first trip there, that was 2017. I was doing a songwriter's residency. And well, there's a line about stepping into the snow because that was – you know, where I was at the time, but the song is, I wasn't singing it to anyone in particular, but more so myself, I suppose. And, and trying to reassure yourself not to, not to read into things too much. I think I was with somebody at the time and it was quite early to be going away. And I, I was maybe a little anxious about that. And so it's that reassurance thing. But I remember when a couple of the other people doing residencies helped me with the chorus just a few words here and there. And, and it was really fun to write that song and develop that more while I was there and ended up recording that song back in New Zealand on a trip back. I guess you call it back home. That's probably my home. I still think of it. I've got a few homes now. I One of my homes with my oldest friend, Alistair Deverick, who's been my drummer for a, well, my friend and old bandmate from a high school band. And yeah, one of my closest friends, um, he produced that. And my cousin, uh, Mark, who is a wonderful, wonderful songwriter under the name Merck, um, who's just put out his album. He played bass and guitars on that. And so that was a nice little collaboration that began at the Banff Center. So I really like the way you sing Baby. Oh, cool. You know, that is a word that has been sung in a lot of different ways, but you really kind of stretch it out and make it your own in this. That was the first time I've ever sung that word, I believe. Not like singing a lot of people's songs, but for my own songs. I didn't really have my own baby song. Well, now you do. Baby, it's fine. Baby, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of like the way you marry that vocal with no dark and you sing dark with the same intonation. So it's kind of like echoes mm -hmm. th that in a way that resonates with me for some reason. Oh, I'm glad I did something right there. <laughs> well, what were you trying to accomplish there? Yeah, um, I guess it's almost like a little lullaby, a little indie pop lullaby. <laughs> I remember watching uh, Dumbo that had baby da 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 da. I have songs like, you know, little songs from Dumbo and uh, Disney movies and that kind of just sweet, sweet reassurance, but no dark thoughts tonight. A lot of dark thoughts and negative thoughts have ruined a lot of cool things for me in the past. So it's telling myself no dark thoughts tonight, just enjoy the moment and something can just be nice and just something doesn't have to go wrong. Yeah. When I hear the baby, it takes me back to Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey in that dance sequence when she goes, sings that 60s song where it's like, baby, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. And she does that. And it brought that to my mind. I'm going to have to re go and rewatch that and, and listen to that. Yeah. That was a great movie. It was really, and that's like a great sequence in a great movie. Yeah. There's nothing like green eyes on green eyes is the lyric mm -hmm. in the song. What does that mean? Well, there's nothing like green eyes on green eyes. I think I was just 
trying to be romantic. Most people think I have blue eyes, but I have green eyes. So I think I was just thinking, you know, I like green eyes a lot. And there was nothing too profound in, in that sentence. But then it goes, oh, people were saying, oh, is that about jealousy? And I was like, no, I, I didn't even think of the green eyed monster when it came to that section. And then I go, oh, damn it. Damn, people are going to think it's about me being jealous or someone being jealous, but it's just meant to be a sweet. I'm loving looking at you and I love you looking at me and it's really nice. Yeah. So you found a green eyed bow to look into. Probably a green eyed cat, to be honest. Like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've dated any, any guys with green eyes, but yeah, there is just that sentiment. And there's so many songs about blue eyes. I've got to bump up the green eyed ratio. Yeah, Green Eyed Lady, you're my baby. Okay, yeah, it's probably you can probably list a lot. There's Coldplay's got his own good green eyes, and Elton John's got his blue eyes. Baby's got blue eyes, you know. Yeah, a lot of blue eyed songs. Mm. Brown eyed girl. Brown eyed girl. You know, there's you know brown eyed song, but Hazel doesn't get much of a representation either. There's something for you to work on. Let's you know, you and Rob can do a Hazel eyed song. Yes, yes. There's a break with. Is it a clarinet in this? Yes, it's my clarinet. That's you playing clarinet? Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, I do wow. my own stunts as much as I can. I played clarinet my whole life. So I started playing recorder when I was four. And so I picked up the clarinet around 10, I think, and have played that my whole life. The quality of how I've played it has, has differentiated. I've been in concert bands and orchestras, and that for me is... Yeah, just an instrument I enjoy playing. I don't play the sax or clarinet. I've like, sorry, or, or flute. I've played, oh, I mean, I've dabbled a little bit, but I, I played the bassoon during high school as well. And yeah, but the clarinet's been something I've been playing for a long time and I don't practice it very often, but I do like to use it as a tool for songwriting and arrangements. And playing those wind instruments in the past has allowed me to write arrangements for other horns as well and just kind of think like a horn player. Love it when it comes in because it's not an instrument you hear a lot on rock, pop, or alt indie albums. And so it comes in and it's like this sort of throwbacky big band sound, you know, of Tommy Dorsey, but it's not. It's modern. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That's so unique. And the producer of that song, Alistair Deverick, he had known me long before I started playing clarinet since I was four years old. And he's like, play it worse, play it, play it breathier, play it, you know. More rock and roll or like... Yeah, just don't make it sound too perfect. Just kind of keep it like, you know, I guess that was going for the indie approach. And I don't know, there's there's a couple of artists that I, I'm really inspired by their clarinet arrangements and songs as well. So I've I've used that in, like done my little clarinet arrangements in about a lot in my first full-length album, a little bit in my second and in singles that I put out more recently as well. I've used that in one of the songs in the EP, Lazy Love as well. Yeah, but I love the kind of hearing the different notes and trying to make up arrangements on the fly, writing parts out for other people. And there was a song that I arranged for the Auckland Symphony. That was a real fun challenge because I got to use that part of my brain. I go, does that note work with that? But yeah, I, I, it was fun putting that in Baby It's Fine. And, and I liked how Alistair was kind of coaching me how to play it for the right the tone, for the right vibe for that little solo. So you're writing Baby It's Fine, and what like goes off in your head that says, oh, this needs a clarinet solo right here? Oh, it's my default now. But uh, no, I go, what can I put in there? Because uh, 
was in the studio with um, Alistair and, and Mark and I was just, I'm all about using what's in front of you when possible. So it was just something that I had with me and just kind of went for it spontaneously and it seemed to work, yeah. So I had the main clarinet part and then just the backing ones underneath and I was like, oh, is that too out of tune? He's like, no, but out of tune is cool. Keep it like that. So, yeah, a lot of fun and and it was a, a happy, I wouldn't say it was an accident, but it was just, you know, something that seemed to work. They're really happy with how that turned out.